there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits so you can look forward to bedtime. Before we get into today's episode, I am excited to share a review that came in from one of the families who completed my group sleep coaching for their baby. And her review is exactly why this episode exists today. Because Caitlin and her family were depending on sleep props to get their little one to sleep when all along we just needed to teach the self-soothing strategies for her child. So Caitlin shared with me, our little girl was never a good sleeper. She was addicted to her pacifier, or maybe I was. She refused naps unless we took her for a ride in the car. My pediatrician just wanted us to let her cry it out, but when we tried this, I was uncomfortable with how upset she became. I needed a strategy, a plan to stick to, and I needed sleep. I didn't know how to help her learn to soothe herself, and I felt like a terrible mom for allowing her to cry, not knowing if she was learning or simply getting upset to no avail. I followed the Little Z's podcast and social media accounts for some time before pulling the trigger. I don't know why I waited so long. Becca helped us develop a strategy for helping her learn to put herself to sleep. There was no easy button, and we've had to work hard to be consistent with the tools that Becca gave us. She was supportive through the process, tweaked strategies to fit our family so we could have a little one that slept all night. We now have our evenings back, and we get to sleep until morning. Caitlin, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, because you are the reason that the program worked for you, is your consistency and your interest in actually solving your child's sleep and getting rid of those sleep props. And you have to come to that point where you know something has to change. There really is no amount of me twisting your arm or sending you DMs to let you know like, hey, you should do this. It's all when you are ready. Your child is ready, but are you ready? And that's the big thing that today I wanna get into Pulling these sleep props away, when is it time, and what are some good sleep props that your child can depend on to go to sleep? So just hold on just a second. Do you know what I talk about when I mention sleep props? Because here in my sleep world, I get all consumed with knowing exactly what I'm talking about. But when I have to look at the other angle, I want to first begin on the base side. What is a sleep prop? What in the world am I talking about? So a sleep prop is anything that can help your baby go to sleep, your baby or child, whatever the age. Now, they could be objects or they could be activities. And in my three years of working with hundreds of families, oh my goodness, I've seen the gamut of sleep props. We could talk about the traditional sleep props from pacifiers and swaddles all the way up to laying with mom or dad, having to have the TV on, having to drink chocolate milk before we go to bed or all throughout the night, and all the things in between. So a sleep prop is anything or activity that could help get your baby or child to go to sleep. And we're in survival mode, right? We are depending on all of these things and trying all of these new sleep props in the middle of the night to try to help us go to sleep and get our baby to go to sleep. So let's take a look at age and development of the sleep prop and what is a good one to latch onto and what are some things that I would want you to let go of. Let's begin with the newborns. Y'all, they are so cute and cuddly and adorable and that's good because they need your help. (laughs) They need to be as adorable as possible because you're gonna hold them a lot. They're going to use a pacifier. They need the swaddle. There really is no way that your newborn can self-soothe. We can lay the foundations, which is why I would encourage you to head on over onlinenewborncourse.com and check out how we can lay the foundations of your newborn sleep. But the sleep props for newborns are many and you are going to use this 
program to your advantage to help get them to sleep, and it's completely okay. They have no ability to self-soothe at this point. All right, now we're going to move into babies. At about four months old, your baby can learn to self-soothe, but we're still going to rely on some sleep props. So yes, they are going to fall asleep on the go. You might be patting them or holding them and things like that might happen. But as they learn to control their body more, as we get them out of the swaddle and into a sleep sack or just regular PJs and they are more in their crib, they are going to start learning these self-soothing strategies that will serve them well. But we are looking at getting rid of pacifiers, swaddles, Merlin magic suits, the swing full time, or any rocking to sleep. We definitely want to look at removing some of these external strategies that your baby has no control of, because if they can't control it, how can they learn to self-soothe? That's a really important lesson that will serve your baby well as they grow, that if they are not in charge of it, they can't control it, then how could they possibly sleep on their own? So I want you to know that at 2 a.m. when you're helping your baby go to sleep with a pacifier for the zillionth time, that if they're not in control of their own sleep, there's no way they're going to take a good full night. But at this stage, there are sleep props that are completely fine. So I'm looking at white noise, darkness, All of these environmental ways to help your baby go to sleep are completely fine. White noise is definitely a sleep prop. It can help your baby go to sleep and stay asleep because it's blocking the environment. And that's really important because I teach my babies at about four to five months old, we are going to start going to bed anywhere between seven and eight o'clock. And guess who's not going to bed at seven, eight o'clock? you. (laughs) You're going to enjoy an evening and I want you to enjoy an evening. And that means you're going to watch TV or be talking on the phone or talking to your husband, whatever that is. And I don't want your baby to know how much fun is on the other side of that door. So white noise is a great way to block the environment and it is a sleep prop. Now, if you don't want white noise forever, then we can start to turn it down little bit by little bit. But it is a sleep prop that will serve you so well. You can go on vacation and have your sleep and have your white noise and bring those things with you. And it's fine because it's constant and steady all night long. The other sleep prop that is existing at the baby stage could be things like a sleep sack, or it could be the bedtime routine. I kind of see the bedtime routine as a sleep prop because it's a cue. Now, the goal of the bedtime routine is to cue them, not to actually get them to go to sleep at the bedtime, but we want to send all of these messages and all of these ways that, hey, you know what? It's time for bed, and now you're going to get into your bed. You've had this great routine. Lights are off. White noise is on, and you can handle your sleep because we've cued you and prepared you for sleep. And that's the difference here. Babies between four to 16 months old, I want them to be in control of their sleep. Then they turn into those adorable toddlers who like to tell you no or more or stay. And this is where we can get into some sleep props that depend on mom and dad even more. So I've absolutely worked in situations where the toddler preschooler has depended on sleeping with mom or dad, maybe just one, or sometimes they just gravitate to your bed in the middle of the night. And that in itself is a sleep prop. They're depending on someone else or something else to get them to fall asleep instead of relying on themselves. So a couple of sleep props that I would introduce if you are struggling with you know, you've got to lay with your kid every single night and you are the prop, 
definitely want to get you out of the situation, but having stuffed animals, having a lovey, having an object that your child can control in the middle of the night that's not you is extremely valuable. So I would definitely look at adding a lovey item that they can control, that they can hug in the middle of the night instead of rolling over and hugging you. And the other part of this might even be something like a family photo. I definitely see the addition of a family photo in the child's room or under their pillow as a sleep prop. If they are completely dependent on mom or dad, or they really are especially attached to brother or sister, whatever that is, we could absolutely introduce a family photo that they could keep under their pillow. And if that helps them go to sleep, awesome, because it's not physically you. It's just something extra that is external, but they have complete control of it. They can look at it, they can hug it, they can hold it close, but they are in control. So at the end of the day, the sleep props that I am all for are going to be those sleep props that help your baby or your preschooler or toddler go to sleep on their own. Again, I want to make sure that they are the ones in the driver's seat. They are in control of their own sleep and they can do this. And if you have learned anything over these two months of listening to the Little Z podcast, It's that I am all about teaching your child to sleep well, teaching your child to sleep independently, and learning great skills even as a baby. So it's never too late and it's never too early to begin to lay these foundations. Now, if you are like Caitlin, ready to make change, and you know that there are sleep props that you are more addicted to than your child, I would absolutely urge you to join in my next group sleep coaching for babies. You can head on over to littlezsleep.com slash group coaching and check out how we can get started together on teaching your baby independent sleep strategies that last a lifetime. Connect with me over on Instagram. I can't wait to hear about your successes and look forward to seeing you here next week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.